Hello, my name is Price Van Ray. I'm a divorced single dad, father of five kids. Welcome to my show. That's right. Glad to see everybody is back again and they're listening to see what's going on. What's the next thing we're going to be talking about? What's interesting in the world? Well, unfortunately, today I am going to be talking about something very serious. So as we know, there's a war going on. And this episode is going to be called Wartime and the Family. But before we do that, I'd like to say a few words. The rain can wash away your worries if you let it. That's right. I truly believe rain can wash away your worries. Do you remember when you were a child and you were sad and you just went outside in the rain and as the rain hit your face, it just made you happy? I mean, I'm not going to say you'd go outside in the rain just when you're sad, but a lot of times you, as a child, you can go out in the rain when you're happy. But I'm just saying, it can wash away your worries. And if you're sad about anything, concerned about anything, all you have to do is let the sun hit you on the face, (laughs) get a little wet, bathe yourself with the water from the heavens. And believe me, it will do wonders. So that's what I I believe. That's what I think. (laughs) Because rain can be magical. That's absolutely right. Rain can be the most magical thing in the world. That being said, we're going to move on to something serious in the show. And we're talking about wartime in the family. Now, here's the thing. Right now, unfortunately, in the world, there is some unrest. A week or two ago, a terrorist group, Humas, attacked a bunch of Jewish kids who were at a rave party. And they killed them. It, it was unprecedented. We, The world had never seen anything like that. To see a lot of the stuff on TV you were seeing was unbelievable. You never would think anything like this would ever happen. It was horrible. Many people died. Many kids, parents, siblings were abducted and, and, and they were unfortunately killed. Now, I'm talking about this because as a parent, I can't imagine... I cannot imagine what a lot of these other parents and people are, are thinking right now. They must stay up at night. It's, it's horrible. Now, this was a terrorist attack. And I remember as a child, my parents told me about Pearl Harbor. Now, that was a terrorist attack that they knew about. It was horrible. They explained what happened that day, how they lived through that day, everything. My dad... He was in the army. He had served during wartime. He said war is not pretty. He says war is horrible. And the things he saw, he never got into great detail, but I'm sure when you're a soldier, when you're protecting your country, you see a lot of horrible things. You absolutely do. And I remember when, well, years ago, my experience with terrorists, like everybody else in the world, was 9-11. 9 11 was a day that will go down in history as a one of the worst terrorist attacks on one of the worst terrorist attacks on American soil. One of them, because there's been many. And I remember where I was. I was 
sitting in front of my computer, my back to the TV, and I got a phone call. My mom had called. She said, uh, told me what was going on. She said a plane had hit the World Trade Center. And we, we talked for a few minutes. I, I couldn't believe what she was saying. So I turned the news on and went back to my computer. And I kept listening to the news saying, what's going on here? They're talking about this plane. And as I turned, the second plane hit the building. That was a day that was so horrible. Everybody's heart sunk. We could not believe something like this could happen on American soil. It was unfallible. Never in a million years would you think, in your lifetime, in this day and age, where we're supposed to be civilized and we're in the future. You think you're in the future. You learn from past mistakes. But apparently, I lived through that and I saw what happened and it was horrible. And then a few weeks ago, Israel was attacked by Hamas. That was unbelievable. It was one of the worst things I had ever heard, ever seen. It was, there were these kids at a festival, a music festival, and they were getting kidnapped, they were getting killed, and horrible things were happening. And as a parent, I'm telling you this, as a parent, this is something one of the things you never, ever want to go through, you never want to experience something like this because who in their rightful mind would say, hey, you know, this is, I've experienced this, it wasn't a big deal. No, this is a big deal. And as a parent, I can't imagine what a parent has to go through. The horrors, the, the devastation, staying up at night, knowing something is happening to your child, or did happen. It, it's a parent's worst nightmare. There are so many horrors of war, I don't want to get into the details, but this is why we don't want to go to war. This is why civilized people want peace. War is the worst thing in the world because it affects your child. Now, being a parent, like I said, I can't imagine what these other parents are going through. No one wants their, their child, their mother, their father, their brother to go through something like this. It is so horrible. The thoughts that run through your head, the knowing, the not knowing, it's horrible. And to be honest with you, time is the enemy. The waiting, the not knowing, it is something you, you just don't want to go through and when you're a parent you love your child you don't want them to go through something like this we care from the minute our children are born and even before when they're when they're growing in the womb of your loved ones you're saying to yourself hey i love this child you want what's best for the child you want to keep that child safe you will sit there for hours Talking to the child inside your wife's womb or your girlfriend's womb or, or the womb. You'll make these silly little sounds. There's just a connection, a love connection, something you, you, you don't want to break, an umbilical cord. In fact, when you have a child, there is a lifetime umbilical cord you never want to sever. And hopefully you never do. Because it is that connection that brings you closer to your child. That connection that says, hey, I love you. And if you get too far, I will pull you back. 
But how do you pull back a loved one when they're kidnapped in a terrorist attack? How do you pull back a loved one when unfortunately they get killed because of what happened? You want to keep your child from the horrors. Now, I'm going to tell you something. You can have a child or a loved one, a mother, a father, a brother, who's adopted. And it's the same kind of love. If you adopt somebody, you love them just as much. You still have that umbilical cord. You make it. It just grows. It's like magic. And you don't want anything to happen to that child. Whether they are blood or not, they are your child. Whether they are blood or not, they are your parents. Whether they are blood or not, they're your brothers, your sisters, your nieces, your nephews. They're the ones you love. They're the ones that you care about. And nothing, nothing in the world is going to make you think any differently. You are going to love, love the one you love no matter what. You are going to hope for the best. You are going to hope nothing happens to them. Because we love the ones we love, our children. And that's what I'm talking about right here, our children. And as parents, we do have a future planned for our child. I mean, whether you know it or not, whether you want to admit it, you're not going to sit there and have a child and say, I can't wait to have this child because I want them to grow up homeless. No, you don't, you don't, nobody, who, who, who says something like that? that, that that's insane. That's crazy. You're going to sit there and say, I want what's best for you. I want to be there to guide you. I will make a path for you. You have to walk it. And I hope you do. I hope you're safe. I hope you stay on the path. But one day, honey, you're going to tell your child, one day you're going to get a pair of shoes and you're going to make your own path. And I'm going to trust you will do everything right. You will walk a good life. But who would have hoped? Who would have thought? Who would have dreamed something like this would happen, a terrorist attack? It's horrible. And the world cries tears. The world can't believe what's going on. I I guess it's all over the world, though. There's so many things going on. You have wars in, in Ukraine. And Russia, you have the war with Hamas and Israel. And now they're talking about Japan and North Korea or South Korea, one of them. So many wars going on, potential wars, that as a parent, you wonder why the world just can't live in peace. You wonder why, hey, we're on this tiny little planet. Can't we all just get along? Can't we all have some respect? Can't we all live together and say, I will respect you. You respect me. We hope nothing happens to our kids. Now, like I said, this is forever, Dad. So I'm talking about kids. It's happening, the war with Hamas and and Israel. It's happening with parents, sisters, and brothers. It's horrible. That's the only thing I can say. It's ugly and it's horrible. You know, when my kids were small, I, I had fears. I had really big fears. And yeah, one one was a terrorist being killed by terrorists. Others were being abducted 
I mean, you, you hear a lot of stuff and you say, my God, could this happen to my child? Could it? You don't want your child abducted. You want your child to be safe. You have to watch your child every second. But like I said, they grow up. They make their own path. And they have to live their life. And you hope the life that they live is going to be a great one, a happy one, one not tainted by the horrors of terrorism, not tainted by the evil of the world, not tainted by those who would harm them, who would hurt them, who would do them ill will. Because we love our children. We love them and we want, like I said, we want what's best for them. One of my other biggest fears was my child getting in a car accident. Every time my phone rings, I have kids who are, who are grown now. They're, you know, they're pretty much adults. My oldest one is, she's 27 or 28. I got five kids. It must be a guy thing. We never remember ages or birthdays. <laughs> but my oldest daughter, you know, when she was in California, she, she was over there, I worried. My second daughter, she works at a college. And I worried. And I would always worry every time my phone rung. I don't know if this is a worrying dad or a worrying parent, but every time the phone call, phone rang, I'd say, I hope, it's, I hope my kids are safe. And every time my children call, I hope it's not just me. Every time they call, I say, I hope the first thing out of their mouth isn't, Dad, before, we, before I say anything, I just want you to know I'm okay. Because then you know after that, you're going to be like, oh my God, what happened? What, Honey, tell me what happened. It's a fear. I love my kids so much, I, I don't want anything to happen to them. And I know the world can be a very ugly place. The world can be horrible. It's filled with horrors. It's filled with a lot of good, too. I mean, I'm not going to say the world's, the world's not good. <clears throat> but... There are horrors in the world. And we do try to shelter our children from all the horrors like that because we love our children. The other thing that was a fear of mine is my children getting assaulted. No no parent wants that. No decent, loving parent wants their child to get assaulted. When I grew up, I used to listen to a lot of talk shows, a lot of TV shows, and they would talk about daycare centers, how sometimes, and some of them, not all of them, but some of them, kids would be abused. So my biggest fear was putting my child in a daycare. I said, at the time I told my wife, I said, I don't know if I'm, I'm comfortable putting my child in a daycare. As a parent, though, we, we have to trust, we have to let go. And we were lucky. My kids were older. I said, did anything ever happen? They said, no, daycare was fine. But I'm going to tell you, recently, there was a daycare. I, I believe the child was one or two. And I'm not sure, I'm, I'm not even sure where this happened, but I guess a child was left in daycare and they found a pill on the floor, a drug, and they ate it and they died the daycare place they were running a drug ring out of their daycare how crazy is that 
The father was devastated. He couldn't believe what happened. I can't believe it. <laughs> to, you know, when you hear about stuff like that, it just brings back memories and flashbacks. You're like, my God, I was so fortunate that my child never had to experience something like that. Because stuff like this does go on. And you want to keep your children safe. You don't want anything to happen to your child. You don't want your child to get something like that. Just a pill. It was just a pill. An illegal pill that the child ate and lives were touched and devastated. The other thing I always feared was school shootings. I, 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 it isn't like this happened every day, but when you do hear about it, my God, you're like, my God, I... When my kids were younger, I said, I have children in school. I hope nothing happens to them. You, you never know what's going to happen. You never know what a child's going to bring to school. And I think last year, a child, I don't know if it was a fifth grader, or it was a very young child, brought a gun to school and shot his teacher. The teacher survived. But he brought a gun to school. Horrible. Who would, who would think something like that would happen? The other thing is, I always worried my biggest fear was drugs. Hoping my child never was on drugs, never had experienced something like this. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I had a family member. I think we were here at a family, probably Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving or Christmas. And some of the family came over and my kids were younger. And they they had a child and they said, hey, you know what this is? I can't remember if it was a picture or if they actually had it in their hand. But what shocked me was I said, I don't know what that is. And then he he turned to his child and said, hey, you know what this is, right? He said, ah, yeah, I know what this is. The child was the same age as my kid, probably about 10. And I said, listen, I I don't know what that is. What is it? And he seemed like he was so proud to say he knew what it was. And he was proud that his child knew what it was. It was a crack pipe. And I said, ah, my kid wouldn't know anything about that, and neither would I because we don't do crack. So, no. But they were they were proud. They were <laughs> they were proud they knew what a crack pipe was. Well, you know what? My kids don't need to know something like that because I don't want my kids on drugs. That's how I'm raising my kids. Now, hey, somebody can raise their kids any any way they want. Raise your kids, do whatever. They're, they're your kids. I would hope you're, you'd raise them the right way but who knows maybe maybe someone showing their child a crack pipe that that's okay for them but it's not okay for me and that was one of my biggest fears my kids being introduced to drugs knowing what drugs is knowing what drug paraphernalia was who, who want, I don't want my kid knowing something like this especially at 10 years old that's insane that's stupid seriously now yes we live in the ghetto but that doesn't mean you got to know everything that goes on you protect your child Crazy, crazy world we live in. I'm telling you, as a parent, there's a part of us that will always have fear. That we will have that love. It is the love we have for our children. But I always say, I don't know, is is the fear a blessing or is it a curse? Having fear like this, is it? A blessing or a curse? I'm going to tell you, I don't have the answer. I don't know. 
But I do know what it's called. It's called being a parent. And that's all we can do. And now, it's story time. A curious child asked his mother about her graying hair. Her mother thought it could be an opportunity to teach her child a lesson. So, she said that every bad action of his turns one of her hairs gray. The child innocently replied that now he knows why his grandmother has only gray hairs on her head. <laughs> That's something. I would never expect a child to say something like that. <laughs> you, you talk about a crazy comeback. <laughs> I'll bet that mother said, how dare you say something like that to me. <laughs> but she opened the door and the child who was smart said, hey, hey. I think that's why grandma has all those gray hairs on her head. It's nothing but gray. <laughs> I will wonder about me. I, I have a lot of gray hair. Can I blame that on my children? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I think I have to blame it on genetics, old age, or my job. <laughs> that's right. Well, anyways, everybody, I want to thank you for joining me here today. I enjoyed you listening today. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can download any of my podcasts morning, noon, and night and hear it all over the world. It'd be great if you could hear what I have to say. So that brings us to the end of the show. I want to thank you all for listening today. It's been great. And don't forget to be nice and talk nice to everyone you see. It's free and don't be a jerk. I know a lot of jerks, <laughs> so don't be one. And remember this one last bit of advice. Tomorrow is never promised. So don't go to bed angry at your child or anyone you love. And before you go to bed tonight, hug your child and tell them I will love you forever, Dad. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me here today. Let's do it again. I'll see you next time here on my show. Be well. Be kind. Be back. Peace. And I will see all of you later. Bye.